Welcome to the podcast entitled Beyond the B-Plane. This is your host, Angel Rose Sandoval, also known as the B-Plane Girl. Let's get into it. Today is the 8th of December. How fabulous. Okay, I know I talk a lot about my ethereal life. What's going on in my real life? Well, not a whole lot, but I have been making some interesting connections. I'm really, really excited. Um, I believe I'm getting my first IMDb credit and uh, working on the set with, um, unfortunately, I did not get to meet um, Anne Margaret. I would have loved to. So today's feature is called um, Monday. And I guess it's a sort of, um, it's a, what do they call it, a political drama? Is that a genre? Political political drama or controversial drama? Okay, whatever. That's what the person said, political drama. And I played a student from the 1960s. It's a flashback, and you will hardly even see me. Um, I met the director, I believe he's the casting director, and um, maybe even partly a producer in this on this project. Lamont, damn, I should know his name, but he is, uh, I'd say, a well-known actor in the industry. Lamont something, sorry. I'd say like three days before that, I was working on the set of a film called Ah, Me Again, with Ali Landry and some other schmoes that are probably well-known that I just didn't recognize. And we were just doing background, background actors for the day. And that was neat. I actually got to meet her. She's really pretty. And the cast was, was a pretty good cast. Great chemistry. So uh, I met with the cameraman, and I think he's going to help me out with a short series, Supernatural Vampire, kind of a thriller. And I think I'm going to be one of the lady vampires. So I should be working on that soon. And since meeting with the director today, Lamont, he said I can call him and find out what he's got next, and he would be glad to help me. So this is really cool. So that's what's going on in my real life, and then I am to play uh, some weird little creature that kills the less fortunate in the world, ordered by the New World Order. So I'm killing a part of society that should not exist in the eyes of the elite. And this is a total B film. It's not even going to get an IMDb credit. Um, My lines will be (laughs) that, that nature. So, <laughs> I don't know, it's um, on the lines of horror, horror suspense, is that what that is? Okay, it's going to be interesting, but this is my first time doing anything like this, so I'm starting out, I'm brand new in this world, in the theatrical sense. In the other world, I've been doing this for quite some time, I've already played vampires, I've already played a weird crazy creature, I've done all that. I've played the 16 year old girl, I've played burlesque dancer. I've played even a mother. I think I've played a mother once or twice. I've played a lesbian a few times. I've played the woman who sees the dead. I've done voiceover quite a few times. (laughs) I've played a villain. 
I've played so many different characters. I mean, for the most part, I play the family girl, but that's because of what I've been going through, and I can't really seem to take a lot of violence, and it will wake me up because I, I tell myself to wake up because I think it's real. So I get so lost and so encapsulated in these roles that I believe they're real. But I'm so proud of myself. No matter what, no matter what I'm going through and no matter what I've been through, no matter what these sick-minded individuals had put me through and, you know, still putting me through at the moment, I, I have done a lot of work and they can't take that away from me. I will always have that, no matter what anybody's opinion is, whether it's based off of false pretenses or crazy behavior that has been caused by someone who's driven me crazy. I've done it. So now I'm putting it to use here in this world because it's the right time. I'm doing it for the right reasons. I'm not doing it for for fame. I'm not doing it for, well, not so much like super duper money. No, I have a goal. I mean, getting paid is definitely part of it, but I'm not, it's not the money as much as it is loving the art, loving all aspects of it, filmmaking that is. <laughs> I'm doing it for for the right reasons. I'm not doing it for acceptance. I'm not doing it for world love and my goal is now been established. I want to be able to fund a part of my film. My series of three, which is going to be like the next Harry Potter. It's going to be like the next Avatar, the next Transformers. It's going to be big, bigger than life. That's my goal. So, yep, it's the right time. Other than that, I've been considered for some lesbian role. I'm not even sure if they're going to go with me. I think they just want someone who's probably looks a little older. <laughs> whatever anyways if she doesn't call me back whatever so but I would definitely like to be a part of it so I really don't know what's going to become of it but we'll see uh last night I was working thank god I went back to work I mean I know that somebody some bastard probably took advantage of me in my sleep whatever I'm sure I'm sure and then after that, I just remember hearing a, a male's voice. And sometimes I can't tell if it's my producer or if it's some heathen. I just, I can't tell. I have to just, I just, it's bits and pieces. Sometimes I don't even catch what they say. So anyways, it's, I think it's still happening and I'm trying really, really hard to stay away from that. So instead of trying to fight and instead of trying to figure out who this woman is oh god I do as much as I want to find out who she is I have a feeling I'll never be able to to really be confronted with her I don't I really don't know I mean somebody knows people know I know that for a fact people know who she is they know who this woman is they know what she looks like they know what she's all about and they know that she's doing this but I realized as much as it bothers me that I found out about this rather late Okay, and I do feel like somebody was there showing me because I, I don't see this now. I have to be in a much better place somehow. I mean, I'll have a bone to pick with people in the end of time, I guess. You know, why did you do this? Why didn't you help me? Oh, you did help me. Okay, well, thank you for helping me. Well, thank you for trying. Until then, I have to, to just be positive and just wake up. And Yahoo's still around. I, I heard him on this set. And as a matter of fact, 
I mean, I heard him two times. He's got his buddy. I, don't, I really don't even know who he's flying around with right now. But, um, yeah, no sign of the pregnant woman, right? Who ran off with my money. No sign of that bitch. Well, I guess the child's better off with one less crazy psychopath for a parent. There might be a chance for that one. For that little child. There may be a chance of a normal life. <sighs> but I heard him this morning. And I'm like, oh god, he's following me around again. He's lurking, he's lurking. If he's not hovering, he's lurking. And if he's not lurking, he's just watching. Zoning in and watching everything I do. So we're pretty much finished with this production. And uh, a, n a nice looking young man who seems to be a well-established actor, working actor in the ethereal world. Yeah, he had dark brown hair, light skin. I don't know if he was under magic, but he was cute. And he gives me his card, and it's got his name on it. And I don't remember what his name was, but it's his way of saying, Hi, I would like to keep in contact with you. He didn't have to say anything. In the ethereal world, things can be quite obvious. And it could just be as simple as a gesture. It could be as simple as joining your home with someone else's. Kind of like camping. Hey, neighbor. You're just sitting outside and you've got your little coffee or gin, whatever. And you're just kind of watching them do what they do. Maybe they're like firing up the barbecue. And it's quite obvious. And if they decide to sit down and stare at you, then it's obvious. Obvious that they're open for conversation of some kind. So that's what this young man was doing. He gave me his card, and I just remember looking at him, and then we kind of like smile at each other. And he was pretty discreet about it. It was just really quick. Oh, by the way, I'm going to go give this girl my card. <laughs> and that's what it was. And then he turns away, like I turn away, and I'm just looking at the card, and I kind of smile. And what do you know? I hear Yahoo talking to someone else, saying something about this actor. And I can just see, I felt like... He blasted me, not like f completely away from the set, but, or I came back, something happened, but um, definitely got a blast of some kind because I felt like he was joined with me. The moment he spoke, I felt like, oh, he's joined in my mind. He's like in my fucking mind. How did this happen? So instead of patching through saying like, don't forget the milk, go to the store and don't forget the milk. He's doing, ugh, I don't like that guy. He's doing some movie. He's doing, he was like working on that one movie, you know? So obviously these guys know who this actor was. This actor's uh, obviously a well-known actor. He's not a background actor. He's, uh, he's a real actor, a working principal, well-known actor. So he showed that he had some kind of interest in me. And he was walking away as Yahoo was saying whatever about him. And I can feel, because since he's like patched through to me, in my mind, I can feel that he's angry. And that's when I said, you know, this just has to stop one of these days. This guy is obsessed with my career and probably my rear, but he's definitely obsessed with my career and what I'm doing. Like he has to find out what I'm doing. What is she doing next? What is she doing? What is she doing? You know, and if it's like, if I'm getting replaced or if I'm getting let go, it's like, He'll rub it in my face while well, somebody's going to get let go and somebody's fired and looks like you're getting replaced. But he'll do it in sort of like a 
versus you know so it's like that gentle sort of a in your face sick 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 indeed and as Jessica would say you're pathetic I still when you're around me you know I've given up I mean what am I gonna say like what do I say to you I'm just so baffled as to why you've done the things you've done to me. I'm so inclined and curious to find out why. I mean, didn't you know that it was going to end up like this? And now that you've pretty much slandered my name, I mean, what more do you want? Aren't you happy now? I mean, you've, you've got a lot of people to hate my guts. Children's parents are fucking scared when they see me. And you know, and I... And I want to say that they're more so frightened of what I'm going to bring around me. Which is you. And God knows who. Who else wants to be a nasty little stormy cloud when I arrive? <laughs> yeah. I guess you couldn't handle it. You couldn't handle your own insecurity. It's not you as a human being. It's what you've become. It's what you've allowed yourself to become. It's what you do to people. It's your lack of morals. It's a lack of love for yourself. It's the fact that you think you deserve everything without working for it. It's the fact that you're willing to put someone down and rub their faces into the gravel just so you can come up. You're not the only one, but you're the main one. Well, that wraps it up for now. I hope you've enjoyed this last episode of Beyond the B-Plane with yours truly, the B-Plane Girl. Thanks for listening. <laughs>